Hi there and welcome to the Empowering Women in Construction podcast. I'm Georgina Wilson, the founder and CEO of BUD. And according to GMB, one of the UK's largest trade unions, just one in eight construction workers are women. At that current rate, it would take almost 200 years to achieve gender equality. So we want to showcase some amazing stories from across the country and learn about what we can do to empower women and make the industry more inclusive. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the Empowering Women in Construction podcast. Welcome to the latest episode of Empowering Women in Construction. And I'm delighted to have Emma Kane here with us from Tarmac. And Emma is wonderful, but I'm not going to speak too much. I'm going to let her (laughs) introduce herself. So Emma, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you arrived in being a woman in construction. Construction, right. Okay, so my name's Emma. Um, I'm 32 years of age. I live in Kent and work for Tarmac. I'm based in Seven Oaks. Um, I work within the quarrying industry. Uh, I originally done social work in the past, um, but a job become available at Tarmac. My partner actually works um, in the packed product side, and he said, there's a job in um sort of the Weybridge and if you're interested for a career change and go for it and I thought you know what it was time for me to look into something different it was time for me to have a change um social work it was enjoyable but there was the hard times and I, I think I got to a point in my life where I thought no I need to I need to change I need to change and I went for it and I got the job um so if I'm honest it isn't something that I would have if I was looking for a job, I wouldn't have looked for that sort of job. It isn't something that would have just been, I would have normally looked for the office side of things and things like that sort of, I would never have looked into sort of working for a company such as Tarmac because it is a very male dominated industry. And for me, um, I might not come across it now, but in the past I had very little confidence. Um, so to go and work in a male dominated industry, it was a big step for me, but I thought, right, I've got to do it. I'm going to do it for me. And it is the best thing that I've ever done. I absolutely love it. It's the best career change I've taken. Um, Originally started in the Weybridge. Um, I I started in March 2019, um, started in the Weybridge. And I was doing the, the Weybridge consists of lorries coming in and out. You just tear them in, tear them out. And with a social work background, I felt I had a lot more to give um, with regards to obviously sort of using my brain. I had a lot more to give and I thought, right, I need to do a bit more. So when I was there after a couple of months, I approached my manager and I said to him, I want to do more. I want to do a bit more within sort of this job role. What can I do? And he said, what about sort of helping me on the office side of things? And I thought, do you know what? That's a good step to take because then it gives me that chance to sort of get an understanding on the back office and the knowledge around quarrying and things like that so I thought you know what I'm going to do it so I started off to support him with regards to administration tasks such as raising purchase orders and things like that just to Mm -hmm. sort of get my foot in the door sort of thing and really enjoyed it so then he asked me to start doing um, month end which again 
really enjoyed doing that. Um, and now I got to a point and I thought, I need to, I need to go outside. I need to sort of, I need to get my brain. I know the sort of, you hear them on the radio saying this is broken or this has gone wrong. But mm-hmm. I didn't really, although I heard it on the radio, I didn't know what was actually happening on site. And I thought, you know what, I need to get out there. I need to get out and see what's going on. So um, really, really curious about what, you know, what yeah, those things meant. You hear so much say, so like if the white belt's broke or something like that, it's just things mm-hmm. like that. And you, I, I was ordering the parts. I was raising orders for the like the parts for sort of the plant, but mm-hmm. I didn't know what they were for. I didn't have any understanding. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to go out there and I want to learn. At first, I think they thought I was joking. Wow. <laughs> um, and why do you think? Why do you think they thought you were joking? What was it that happened? Um, I think because not many women. There's, as I say, there's not there's women within tarmac but they work in the back office. They do the administration side. So you've got a lot of women in H, the, the um, proportion of women in HR is higher than men, et cetera, and things like that. So when you look at Tarmac, although we have women working for the company, they're not actually on the sort of, they're not in the construction side. They're not outside sort of, as I say, getting their hands dirty. They're yeah. the ones that are in the back office. Like I started off in the Weybridge, um, because at the end of the day, not it's not everyone's cup of tea. It's, it's like it's. I used to have my eyelashes done and do my nails. That doesn't happen anymore because <laughs> <laughs> I know different. it's just going to get ruined. So it's. Mm. I, I look forward to sort of getting dressed up and going out because that isn't what I do anymore. I, I go to work in PPE, which is the Hydra's Orange hair scraped back, and yeah. So, but no, it was. So when I asked my manager if I could go outside, there was some sort of, my team were absolutely brilliant, but others were a bit, because there's other air, like departments within obviously Seven Oaks, and some of them sort of laughed it off as if to say, oh, really? Um, and I thought, no, I'm going to I'm gonna prove them wrong. I'm going to do mm. it. And um, I've got a colleague who has been very supportive from day, day one. His name's Dean, and he's he's sort of like my work brother. He... He's yeah. supported me from day one and encouraged me. And he could see it in me that I wanted to learn because we have people join us and I think they're just there because it's a job. Whereas yeah. I was showing that willingness. I wanted to learn. I wanted to take on board what was happening sort of thing on site. So, yes, Absolutely. that was it. I went on site and then, sadly, not sadly, but um, I was my partner and I was going through IVF and it, I had to take a step back. I had to, I couldn't continue being on site because of obviously going through IVF, I couldn't put anything at risk. I needed to sort of, that that was my goal, having a child. Priority, of course. Yeah, so I had to take a step back and I ended up, I was still going out, but I wasn't doing the heavy lifting and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but then luckily we become, um, I fell pregnant in the September. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, in September 2019, um, I fell pregnant. Um, our first round of IVF, it was successful. So oh, that's very, brilliant. very lucky. Tarmac, absolutely fantastic company to work for. I was just going to ask, like, what, what happened? So one of the things that's really interesting is that, you know, I've heard so much, you know, in what you've just said about being really curious, about kind of stepping out of your comfort zones and about, you know, going against the norm, really, is what yeah. you're sort of saying. Um, and this is why we're doing this podcast, because we're looking out for women exactly like you that are yeah. saying, do you know what? this might be a male-dominated industry, but how can we change it? And what am I going to do? How am I going to be part of that? And it is about 
kind of going beneath the surface, checking things out and so forth. But at the same time, we are women, you know, and you went through something which was, you know, really personal to you. And thank you so much for sharing that because I'm... um, We're very open about our journey. We're very open about our journey. I've got an Instagram page that people follow me and ask me questions and things like that because at the end of the day, IVF is such a taboo subject and I feel by me talking about my experience and my partner talks about his experience, it's we're getting out there to support people and this is why I'm doing what I'm doing in my career because I want to encourage women. I want them to come into this industry because I think they would love it. It's it's just so enjoyable and, yeah, I I love it. Well, you said that it's the best thing that you've ever done. Um, Tell me more about that. Why do you think it's, like, the best thing you've ever done? So, in the past, unfortunately... I do suffer with mental health. I suffer with depression. And in the past, I've had jobs where I didn't want to get out of bed. I dreaded going into work. Mm-hmm. And I've had long-term sickness because of that and been in a dark hole. And in this job, I've not had one day off sick. I've been there since 2019. I've not been off sick once due to depression. And for me, that is such a big achievement. And it clearly shows that I love my job. I, I love mm. what I do. I've, I'm not going to bed thinking, oh no, I don't really want to get up in the morning or I'm waking up in the morning. If I feel low in the morning, it, it's not, oh, I don't want to get up yeah. and go to work. I get myself up and I get to work because I know once I'm in work, I will have such a great day. I'm not just saying it, I'll have a great day because of the environment I'm working in, but with the people that I'm working with, it's. Yeah. I think sometimes when you've got people around you that are encouraging and supportive, we have a laugh, we're like a family and at the end of the day you do spend more time with your work colleagues than your family and I think sometimes it's really important to have that to have that sort of relationship with them like with our manager yes he's our manager and we've got that boundary but he also he has a laugh with us and we're just so supportive with everything that we do it's just everything that we go through as a team like as an individual we go through it as a team because we just support each other that sounds fantastic. It's it is so important, and it really does sound like a family. Mm-hmm. And and how what's the dynamics like in terms of you know, you are really close, but you are maybe one of the only sort of women you know within that that um that team. Or I am the only woman, yeah. so oh, wow. um it is. And at first, I think when I first started, it was a sort of it was how can I put it? It was a change for them mm-hmm. because when a man talks to a man. They, if they're having a row or something like that, they sort of, they talk in a certain way. And I think sometimes they forgot that I was a woman and they would talk to me how they were talking to a man. And me being me, I put them straight. So I just had to say to them, (laughs) I'm a woman. It doesn't matter if like, you don't talk to me, how you talk to them. Talk to me with a bit of respect. Yes, if there's an issue, we'll deal with that. Don't talk to me like you would talk to your sort of your best mate or something like that. And I just had to deal with it by sort of not carrying away from it. I would stand my ground and say to him, no, this is like, I I will get my point across and I will show you that I am right. And nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, I was right. So it was it was a good (laughs) argument. No. (laughs) So so Emma, tell me so. You mentioned that you suffered with low confidence um, before, and I can't even imagine that because you just ooze confidence. And the fact that you're, you know, you you stood up to these men being the only woman just shows me how sort of, you know, tenacious you are and and how kind of bold you are as a person. Do you think the role had something to do with that? Like, what do you think changed? Um, 
to be honest with you, I think my personal life in the past, I've had a lot go on and things like that. So a lot of that was a reason for my low confidence. I then met my partner who, one, is the most supportive person I've ever met in my life. And as I say, we've now got our little girl. And if it wasn't for him and my family sort of encouraging me and supporting me and saying, you can do it, then I don't think I would have gone for the job. Um, But then once I got into that job, I just, I don't know, it was sort of, I felt empowered being in that job role so for me it was sort of I was thriving off it I went that's I go to work and I think right I'm the only woman here I'm going to stand my ground and I'm going to say how I feel or I'm going to put my point across or it's not even that sometimes I think men look at things in a different way to what women do Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes I might think of something the way I do and then they're saying another opinion and I and sometimes I think the woman's opinion comes across a bit better, if that makes sense, because we're many. So we deal with so much in our life, us women, so like like mum and things like that. So we have to look at so many things. We deal with so many things at once, don't we? Absolutely, yeah. There's, I mean, a lot of what we do in Bud is thinking about diversity and there's statistics that explain that if you have, you know, diversity in terms of gender in your leadership, you're going to be more successful as an organisation. Definitely. And so I think there's, you know, bringing different elements to something really, really helps it, you know, from a male perspective, from a female perspective, but also about, you know, creating that space. So, I mean, there's so much more that I could, I think we could probably talk all day long because your your journey (laughs) sounds so, so interesting. But what would you say to other women? Because as much as you said your partner, you know, found that role, what would you say to other women that are just looking for a career change and are maybe considering, or maybe it's that popped up somewhere that there's an opportunity in construction? What would you say I to would them? say, go for it. It doesn't matter if you go for the job, you get the job and you don't like it. Just try it. Just go out there, come out of your comfort zone and just try it. Because at the end of the day, it isn't for everyone. It, it I could have joined it and then thought to myself, no, it's not for me. I need to go back and do sort of office work. But I think just go out there. Don't think of it as a male-dominated industry because it is, but it's changing. We are we're going in that direction. Tarmac is trying. What we're doing at the moment with Tarmac is we're trying to get as many women in the construction sort of operation side as we can because we feel that times need to change. And it doesn't matter if... It's me sort of being a general operative or as my aim is to walk, sort of work up and become a quarry manager. So things like that, we haven't got many quarry managers within the, uh, within Tarmac either. So it's little things like that, that seeing that's my goal, I want to achieve that, I want to get there. And I think other women should feel like they can do that. They should just jump out their comfort zone and do it. Even if I've spoke to my company about doing sort of like talks and things like that at schools, because I feel... When you go to school, you go, you don't get given that option sort of when I was at school, I remember everyone went to do beauty or something like that. And that is, that's what you do. You go to college, you do beauty. And there isn't that sort of, there's no one out there saying, you don't have to do that. You can do whatever you want. And my aim is to show my daughter that she can do whatever she wants in life. I don't care what she does, as long as she's happy. And as long as it's just what she enjoys, because at the end of the day, as I said before, you're at work more than you are at home and being a job 
that you enjoy is the most important thing. And I just think for women out there, just sort of just go for it. It's, it is daunting. Don't get me wrong. You're walking around in orange all day. You get stared at when you go to the shops and things like that. So <laughs> it is daunting, but it's, it's good. I look at it now as though my high vis clothing, it's my cape. It's my superwoman cape. Wow. I can go out. I feel proud and I love what I do. Yeah, I think there's something really special about, you know, going against the kind of grain, isn't it? It's just like, actually, this is who I am. And I'm really proud of, mm-hmm. of being this person. And, you know, I might not be the the kind of the norm, quote unquote, even though we want it to be the norm. Yeah. But hey, you know, this is what I'm doing. And, That's what uh, I mean. I, sometimes I look back at the, the film, The Greatest Showman, when they sing This Is Me. And mm. when that song comes on, I think, yeah, you can. You, you can just do what you want. Don't worry about others. Don't... Don't worry what you look like. At the end of the day, be you and just be comfortable in what you're doing. And as long as you can show an interest in what you do, you'll go a long way and you will get that support and that encouragement. And it's within Tarmac, the the management is amazing and they're really supportive. So like with this um, nomination I've been nominated for, sort of it was something at first I thought, oh, I've been nominated. But you know, when you just see like this nomination, you think, oh, I've been nominated for that. I've actually got the support from higher up within Tarmac. And for me, that means so much because I think it is an award. It's something Mm. that I may be able to achieve and it's something that I can put on my CV at a later date if I sort of choose to go on with my career and things like that. So, Yeah. yeah, I just think, just go for it. Yeah, definitely. So I'm really interested in finding out a little bit more about you know your experience sounds fantastic with tarmac and it's 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 lovely to listen to um what do you think other organizations could do that are in the construction industry to keep women so we've talked about you know maybe giving it a try and just trying it out trying it out but what is it um that you think could be really useful um for organizations to consider um to make sure that women stay in construction so um, before I went on maternity leave at Tarmac, um, they actually changed the maternity policy. And mm. that is something that when you go to, for a job, women of any age, I personally feel, who may be looking at starting a family, they look at that. That is one thing they will look at because they mm. need to make sure that while they're off having that baby, they've got that support, they've got that financial support. Because at the end of the day, it isn't cheap. Life isn't cheap anymore. Cost of living is going up. And If you want to start a family, that is your personal choice. But at the same time, you should work for a company that supports that and Mm -hmm. obviously enables you then benefits to work for that company. Um, I think our maternity policy is absolutely fantastic. For a male-dominated industry, it is just incredible what we receive. And they've also changed the paternity policy, which, again, is something that's brilliant for the men that work within this industry. And I just think that they need to... They do need to look outside the box because mm-hmm. when it comes to facilities on site and things like that, um, there isn't sort of, okay, you've got the odd toilet for a woman, but at my site, we've got a shower cubicle, but it's not sort of something that I would step into because it can be access- accessible by the male sort of workers and things like that. Mm. So something like that needs to be looked at. They need to look at the, the facilities on site for women because we don't have... That is something that they don't have much with regards to women. It's it's yeah. it's hard. So when I'm working in our work, I drive the loading shovel. So when I'm down, we call it the pit. So basically when I'm in the quarry and I'm driving the loading shovel, it's very difficult for me to sort of 
access the toilet because there's no toilets down there. So when I need yeah. to go to the toilet, I need to come all the way back up and then go back all the way, all the way back down. That can take half an hour. So when you're looking at the sort of the, how can I put it? When we're sort of, when we're on a, when we're running our material, we can't have breaks in the belt and things like that. So little things like that, I feel like yeah, that doesn't allow me to fulfill my job as much as I want to. Um, yeah. And just feel that they need to look into sort of little things like that for yeah. I mean, obviously, all organisations have areas where they can sort of improve and so forth. But I guess in terms of thinking about women that want to, that, you know, organisations want to stay within the industry is having those, you know, assessing some of those things and thinking about, you know, what could um, be put in place to make it, I guess, a bit more uh, of a pleasant experience. Definitely. (laughs) yeah, that's that's very, very interesting. And I have been dying to ask you about your nomination and the <laughs> award that you're up for. So please tell us more. So basically, it's the top 100 women in construction. So um, I've never heard of it before. Um, but basically, on LinkedIn, obviously, you get to get your name around and things like that. And um, people have obviously recognised that I work for Tarmac and what I'm doing and I'm trying to sort of get the sort of just try and empower women and support women within this industry. And I think because I've been on LinkedIn since I started at Seven Oaks and started within my job, they've seen me grow um, and they've seen what changes I've gone through. They've seen that I've now got my licence to drive the loading shovel. And to be honest with you, I'm one of the only women in tarmac within the construction sort of the operation side who's got my licence. So for me, that is a big achievement and this award is for people like myself who um, there's different categories and I think someone's nominated me as one to watch because I'm sort of just progressing and I'm just aiming higher and higher each day if that makes sense and I think they just want to see me see what I can achieve and I'm hoping that my goal is to obviously end up in a higher position and sort of supporting what I'd love to do is sort of mentor younger people into mm. wanting to do this as a career sort of thing so like do talks in schools and things like that it's just something that I'm really passionate about it is something I've never felt like this before with a job and it's it's really it's nice it's it's lovely to just sort of I've got another sort of just getting messages in my inbox saying oh I voted you for that award and I don't even know that person but it's just yeah. nice to see that people are recognizing that what I'm doing if that makes sense absolutely but I think you know I found you on LinkedIn I've <laughs> I've never been associated with you before so yeah. seeing all of your posts and I was like oh my goodness this lady is amazing <laughs> you know and what I loved is that you were just posting pictures of yourself like yes I'm a woman in construction yeah. I'm like, right, if I can get access to this <laughs> I, can. I think what some people like is the fact I put a post up the other week I think I went to a party and I sort of had all my hair and makeup done I put this is sort of this is me of a night time going out enjoying myself and during the day I'm in my oranges and it's just to show that you can do both you can mm. sort of you can do both you can be that woman and you can also don't get me I'm a woman at work but I'm sort of I'm just in a male dominated industry where I'm just sort of getting my hands dirty and I love it I absolutely love it <laughs> I can tell I can definitely tell so 
what have you seen change in the industry in terms of like, you know, women, um, you know, like more women coming in? I know that things have been changing slowly. It's a bit like kind of, you know, changing the direction of the Titanic. But what have you noticed in the time that you've been in the industry? The time I've been here personally, I haven't actually noticed any more sort of females coming into the operations side or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. We have women who turn up who work for HR and sort of if they're going to just come and do a meeting, then they'll put on some spare oranges and they'll do a walk around because obviously that's what you have to do when you're on site. You have to wear the PPA. But so I, I love it. It's called, you call it oranges. I love yeah, that. I call it oranges. <laughs> people wear PPA. But yeah, so some people, so when they turn up, they obviously they come for a walk around and things like that. And I get asked a lot of questions on how do I do it? How am I a full-time mum? How am I a full-time working mum sort of thing? And mm-hmm. and I think because of the, my passion for my career, it helps with being a full-time working mum, if that makes sense, because I have got the support of my mum, who has my daughter sort of twice a week, then she goes to nursery. And I actually work from home once a week as well, which Tarmac have enabled me to do. So again, they've supported me with going back to work full-time. But... I haven't noticed many women sort of in the construction side. And again, I think that's why I'm doing what I'm doing because I just yeah. think it's it'd be lovely to have another woman on the team sort of thing because I think, I, I just think they'd enjoy it and the relationship would grow within the team, sort of the dynamics within the team would grow. And yeah, I just think, I think Time Mac are going in the right direction to sort yeah. of get more women within this industry and hopefully I can sort of support with that. Well, you're definitely, you know, singing the praises of Tarmac, which is fantastic because I know that they've done loads and they're continuing to do loads as well in terms of bringing more women into the industry. Mm. Um, And hopefully with all that you're doing, you're also encouraging women as well, (laughs) definitely out there making a difference um, and really being a great example of the Mm. fact that you can, you know, you can do both, as you said earlier. And I I just love that, you know, you don't have to put those limitations on yourself and just being able to share your journey. So kind of openly and I guess being like a human do you know what I mean yeah. you know sometimes there's a I'm not a robot <laughs> no we're not we're not robots we're real people no. and yeah. it's it's great to be able to connect um on that kind of human level and share your your life experiences as well so that's that's fantastic I really appreciate your vulnerability um and your openness and so many people will be able to relate to that you've talked about mentoring and going to do talks and those sort of things which I think you'd be brilliant at Thank um, you. <laughs> what where would you love to see the industry in say five years? In five years' time, I would like, um, I think, 50-50. I think have 50% men, 50% females. Um, and I think if we continue going in the direction that we're going, I think we can achieve that. I think um, just overall in general, not just Tarmac, but I think other companies, I think if they continue to support women how they are and sort of just empowering women just make them feel empowered and just support them and just let them know that it's okay you can step out of your comfort zone you can do it doesn't matter what anyone says to you if someone laughs at you or anything like that I've had negative comments several times um and as I say I think that's made me want to do it more and I think if there's women out there with my mindset and they want to do this then I think they can and I think the younger generation 
is going to be the one to watch because I think they're going to be the ones that are want to are going to want to leave college and they're going to want to go into the construction sort of side of things. Mm. And so, what are the key sort of elements or the attributes that you think a woman that's interested in construction should have or aspire to have? Um, let me think. I think they need to be sort of not be scared to say no. Mm-hmm. Not be scared to ask sort of any questions and just hold your head up high, go for it, and don't feel sort of it. Don't feel like I'm trying to think of the word. Don't because it's a male obviously it's a male dominated industry. Don't feel sort of scared or worried. Just just go for it. And I think it's just it's it's very difficult to say because obviously. I'm new to this as well. Don't get me wrong, I'm new to it. It's not something I've been doing for years and years and years. Um, But I honestly just think, go for it. Don't be scared to ask questions because at the end of the day, we're all human. We all need to learn. Um, And yeah, that's that's all I can suggest really. But, and just be confident in yourself. Just, yeah, just be confident. Just hold your head up high and say, yes, I can do this. And this is me, I'm going to do it. Definitely. And as you said previously, it sounds like there's a real element of like owning your power, you know, in that sort of space as well. So (laughs) yeah, definitely. Excellent. So be confident, ask the questions. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to say no. No. Yeah. Just go for it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Emma. It's been an absolute pleasure and a joy. No worries. Thank you. you. And all the best of luck with your nomination. Thank you. Closing dates tomorrow. So find out. I'll keep you posted. Definitely. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening. And we really hope that you enjoyed this week's episode of the Empowering Women in Construction podcast. But this podcast has been brought to you by Bud with a focus on our signature offer, ROC, the model of inclusive leadership. So get involved if you want to think about how you can use outside the box approaches and tools to build better cultures and more inclusive leadership within your organization, which ultimately leads to job satisfaction, staff retention and productivity. Get in touch and find out more at budleaders.org.